Hey, Gonzo, you want to hear something crazy? Let me hear it, brother. The Watchers podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts. No way. Let's go. Let's go. Ah! Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of The Watchers. My name's Tyler. And I'm Clay. We are The Watchers. This is a podcast. We break down more of our films and shows, give our thoughts, opinions, and maybe we can answer a couple questions. But tell uh, me, Gonzo, how was your day? Um, it was good. Uh, actually, no, it wasn't. But I was happy because it was a Friday. It's Friday, you know? Love that for you. Ecstatic about that. Work. Yikes. Mm. Big yikes. Mm. Uh, worked uh, uh, just constantly straight, uh, eight hours straight, no lunch break. I was dying over there. I was dying <laughs> over there. He's dying over there. Came home, got some Papa Murphy's pizza in me, refueled, ready oh. to go. And yeah, how about yourself? Oh, man. You know, I had a, I had a pretty good day, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it's Friday. Love that. Weather's phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. Work was a little bit roughed, and I got quite a busy week ahead of me. I'm actually going on a trip next week. So, um, I don't know. I'm excited, doing a little bit of prep, just, you know, doing my casual stuff. But I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be doing mm-hmm. another episode of the Loki bang, Breakdown bang, with one of my bang, best friends here to my left. Um, I mean, geez. I will say this much about the episode. After watching you will episode say this three, much, though? I will say this much, though. Uh, <laughs> I'm so guilty of that. Um, the one thing I think is great, I guess, like, because uh, the way we're watching it right now, we just got done, mm-hmm. or not just got done, but this week we also filmed the episode three. Yep. And going from that to this episode, I will admit that after watching this one, I've realized how much of like lackluster episode three is. Yeah. Um, this 100%. episode was crazy. So uh, go ahead and buckle in. This episode might be a little bit longer than the rest just because mm-hmm. a lot of stuff happened. There's a lot, there's a lot going on. The, the, the tides have shifted. Yes. Yes. This is when the show starts getting a little spicy. I know. And it's crazy because there's only two more episodes. Yeah. Yeah. But Oh, I I don't even know what's gonna happen after. Um <laughs> you got any opening thoughts? Anything you wanna say before I just jump into act one? Um I do you know what? I'll save it for when the time comes. Oh, I like that out of you. Okay. All right. Well yeah. I'm just gonna cannonball my way in to act one. Cannonball uh. Um, this episode starts off with a drone shot of Asgard, where we see a young Sylvie playing with her toys. The TVA shows up, including Ravana, as an agent, and takes her away to pr- and prunes the area. After she is processed, she is brought back to a judge, but as she gets there, she bites Ravana and grabs her tempad to escape. Ravana is remembering this as she enters the elevators of the timekeepers. Once she leaves, Mobius asks her about Hunter C-20 and if he can talk to her, but Ravana, t- Ravana tells Mobius that she's dead. On Lamentus 1, we see Loki approaching Sylvie to apologize about everything. Sylvie then talks about her memories as Asgard, her memories of Asgard, sorry, and how she was grabbed at such a young age, so all she knew was running. Sylvie asks Loki, Do you think what makes a Loki a Loki is that we are destined to lose? Loki replies that no, we may lose sometimes, but we don't die. We survive. Loki 
Sylvie grabs Loki, which causes a quickly spiking branch on the timeline, which allows the TVA to find their location. And as the plant planet, sorry, is colliding with the moon, two TVA portals appear behind them. They walk through the portals to stay alive, but end up being captured. Wow. Great start to act one. Great, great job, by the way. Oh, I appreciate that. Stumbled a couple um, times. I have but... just one quick question. I um, maybe have one quick answer. You, you might, you might not. Let's find this out. is just kind of like a, a mess around question. How does Ravana become a judge? Two, where did that judge go? Because That's a he can't very age. Very good question. So I <laughs> can't die. I, I maybe have an idea of how Ravana became judge, but I don't know what happened to him. Is that maybe she just did enough cases and became an exemplary agent where they were like, you know what, we're going to promote you pretty much. Kind of like in the normal day-to-day life here on Earth. Yeah. But that's a but big mess up. Yeah, I don't know losing where... Losing a variant. I don't know where homie is. Yeah, that yeah. is a huge mess up. But I guess like the judge saw it. So it wasn't like she lost the variant. The variant like... I mean, everybody was just sitting there watching. The that was crazy. Open the tab... Uh, Sylvie, open the temp pad. Yeah. Look at Ravana. Yeah. And then be like, see ya. Yeah, that was crazy. That's a in. really good question. Yeah. Wow. That, that just came to my head, by the way, when you were reading that. So wow. it's actually good to get a nice little refresher. I from like that. that out of you. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got a couple little touching points. Okay. Um, And this first one is maybe it's just because of her age, her being really young. But the mm-hmm. way that Sylvie enters the robot scanner like the thing that will shred you if you're a robot, um, when she's being processed, she enters it very similar to the way we see Loki enter it in episode yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that was a, a cool little like thing that um, you could either play it either way. She was young and nervous and scared because she didn't know what's going on or that she's mm-hmm. a Loki and that's how they all act. And then I think you're going to really love this because I, okay. I think you're really going to agree with this. Is okay. that the scene where Loki goes to apologize to Sylvie on Lamentis? Yeah. And we we see like the purple hue just around them. Beautiful. Looked Beautiful. amazing. And That's then unreal. on top of it, like that outside view from like space where we see the planet crashing into the moon. Yeah. Oh, chef's kiss. I was great shot. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, the the dialogue in the just the scenery was mm-hmm. unreal. And then I actually wrote down a little like thought um cuz you remember when the Loki trailer came out and then we get the shot of Sylvie sitting down, but it's a, the distance shot oh, and yeah. it looks like she has red hair and everybody thought that was Black Widow. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I was really hoping for that, but so, Sylvie's great. Not Sylvie's saying great. she's not. Yeah. yeah. And then what I also really appreciated um, from the, like the film side of things or like the directing is, um, when they first get to Lamentis, there's meteors shooting down and they're like all scared, running, hiding from the, I mean, trying to dodge, not die from a, a meteor, meteor falling, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> but when they're sitting down, all of them are like, start. Like, there's like one that like flew like 10 feet in front of them, mm-hmm. but no reaction. So I was like, I like how, f- I just like how fearless they are or not fearless, but they're kind of just like, they've accepted accepting yeah. their death, their mm-hmm. destiny. Yeah. 
which I thought was pretty cool. Um, another thing I had was that during that conversation when she's talking about her memories of her past and of Asgard and everything like that, she yeah. brings up a, a moment, and I'll talk to Aaron about maybe editing this in, um, but she says that she was born the goddess of mischief, mm-hmm. um, and she it seems like she thinks that that's the reason why that she was picked up by the TVA. Like, there, it wasn't supposed to be a goddess. It was supposed to be a god of mischief. Yeah. Like, she's a female. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was like I, I thought that was very curious. I don't know. I just feel like I mean it seems like she was destined to she was destined to lose from the moment she was born if that was the reason. The universe wants to break free, so it manifests chaos. Like me being born the goddess of mischief. And as soon as that created a big enough detour from the sacred timeline, the TVA showed up. Erased my reality, took me prisoner. Um, and um, I'm trying to remember. We didn't. We still haven't gotten the answer, right? No. Nope. And I can't remember the answer. I don't. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, I mean, it's brought up in this in this episode, but we'll get to it when we get to it. Okay. Um, okay. But pretty much, there's no answer. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say about Act One is that Sylvie asked Loki. Um. Is what making is what makes a Loki a Loki is the fact that they're destined to lose is exactly what Mobius said to Loki in the first yeah. episode as well. I just love those little callbacks and I love the mm-hmm. way that I don't know if necessarily our Loki thought that, but I know that Mobius put that on Loki, so now it's in his mind. And then we have Sylvie, and they have not conversed about that subject, but it's like almost like the Loki all Lokis think that at one point in their life, and I think that that is just super neat. Um, yeah, and it also it also shows like his maturity mm-hmm. throughout the show. Yeah, which I really enjoy. It shows I his really resilience. like really like mature Loki. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to like him more than the Loki we get in Avengers. Even yeah. though he was like wanted to be all powerful and wanted to yeah. be what is it? Uh, what is it? Um, what's his glorious, glorious purpose? purpose? Yep, yep, yes. yes. <laughs> Uh, but that's what I've got for Act One. Uh, yeah, we got a long Act, act two, two with a bit long. the greatest reader of all time, this guy. <laughs> um, so hopefully, I can get through it, and let's get to it. Are you ready? I sure I am, man. Roger that. Let me adjust. Yippee! All right. Oh. Okay. All right. All right. We're, one more time, though. Yippee! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're a funny dude, bro. What do you think I might have tore my peck on that last one? Just got to chill out. Got to chill out at the gym. Okay. Okay. Hey, man, let's run it back to here. Come on. <laughs> All right. Stalling. Act two. <clears throat> As Mobius is putting Loki into a time cell... Loki tells Mobius that the TVA is lying to him, but Mobius doesn't buy it, so Loki is thrown into his time cell. Inside the cell, we see an angry Sif that starts beating up Loki and walking off only uh, only for that moment to repeat again and again. Mobius enters Ravana's office to ask if he can interrogate Sylvie as well, but Ravana refuses and tells him to stick with his Loki and to find out what caused the Nexus spike on Lamentis. Mobius leaves and begins to talk uh, with Hunter B-15. She asks Mobius if Loki has said anything. 
He then tells her about Loki saying that the TVA is lying. Hunter B-15 seems interested, but doesn't continue the conversation. Mobius takes Loki out of the time cell to begin interrogating him, but at first, Loki doesn't give any good answers to Mobius' questions. After a while, Mobius gets annoyed and is about to put Loki back into the time cell, but Loki then comes up with an elaborate story about Sylvie coming to him on Asgard years ago with a plan, but Mobius cuts him off, saying that Sylvie has been pruned. Loki shows, Loki shows some emotion, but quickly says good riddance to conceal his true feelings. After some more dialogue, Loki demands to know if Sylvie is still alive, and Mobius says, for now. Mobius once again goes to uh, put Loki back into his time cell, but Loki says that everybody in the TVA are variants, which gets Mobius thinking, but still isn't enough to get him to keep him out. Right before Loki gets into uh, the cell, he tells Mobius that he is the biggest liar in the TVA because all of all the lies he tells himself. Hunter B-15 enters the holding room of Sylvie and opens a portal and tells Sylvie to follow her. After walking through Hunter B-15, B-15 asks Sylvie uh, what, she sh what she did to her, and Sylvie tells her that everybody in the TVA are variants, and she shows Hunter B-15 her memories of her past life. We then come back, cut back to Ravana asking Mobius if he can go anywhere at any time, where would he go? Mobius replies that he is happy where he is. Mobius asks where he's going to put, or where she's going to go, where she's going to put uh, Sylvie's sword among all of her other trophies. As Ravana is finding a place to put it, Mobius quickly swaps the tempads behind her back. Mobius goes to the library to use Ravana's tempad to find more information about Hunter C20. Mo uh, Mobius finds an interrogation video where Hunter C20 is telling Ravana that she knows that everybody in the TVA is a variant and that she remembers her life before the TVA, so Ravana cuts the recording. Mobius enters the time cell and asks Loki if Sylvie planted the memories inside Hunter C20's head. And Loki says she can't do that. Mobius tells Loki he needs to trust him as they as they leave the cell. That's the end of Act Two. End of Act the Two. Long one. Great job. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank um, you. A lot of stuff lot. happened. A lot. In Act Two. Yeah. Yeah. Um. um sorry. Continue on. Sorry. Uh, I was going to say, uh, like a quick little thing is that out of all the cameos in the yeah. show that I was when the show was being teased and everything and even watching the show, I was not expecting to see Sif. Um, no, and it was not actually at all. kind of cool. It kind of brought yeah. like the Asgardian feel back. Um, yeah, because like watching this show, you don't really feel the Asgardian this mm -hmm. in the show. It's, it's mm -hmm. obviously all about the TVA Loki and Sylvie and Mobius. So yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of cool. Cause it, it, when I saw her for the first time, I immediately thought of like Thor, the first one yeah and just yeah. like the whole gang's back together mm -hmm. so it would have been cool to see thor in the show would have been just like awesome like imagine he was the punishment or yeah. something yeah or like really when cool. they like did like a callback to the first thor movie when he's like stuck on the hammer mm -hmm. you know funny. and he's just laying there you know yeah um i do have one thing oh quick i do have one thing kang's gotta do better with the technology Meaning? So Mobius is just able to take Ravana's tempad. There's no face ID on that thing. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? It's fair. Not even a passcode? 
that thing looks like a Game Boy. It does. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. That's a really good question. Not even like a key login, like a pin or something. Like that's what I'm saying. There's no not even Face ID. Yeah, I would agree like, with on. that. That is a little rough. Or a little, uh, what is it? Fingerprint uh, yeah, scanner. Yeah, fingerprint. Yeah. Yeah. That's and fair. It's just rough. I can I can totally understand that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess this goes back to our theory of Loki season two that we have is that maybe Kang is planning all this out and he yeah, wanted he, this to happen. So well, like, he did. Yeah. So like maybe that's partial to it. He first yeah. saw this happening. So yeah. But I do agree. I mean, go on, boss. Um, <laughs> you couldn't make the story just a little bit and just like a little more interesting. Yeah, like hotwire it or something. <laughs> like hotwire it or like find a picture of Ravana's face <laughs> and then do that. That would have been like a funny scene, <laughs> you know. Funny. That would have been really funny. Um, another thing I had was that uh, when Hunter B-15 is talking to him in the hallway, yeah. um, he kind of vents to Hunter B-15 and he was like, you know, we brought in Kree, we brought in Titans, vampires. Why are two orphan demigods the biggest pain in the butt? And now I'm really curious. Have they met Ronan? Yeah, I I was wondering the what same Titans? thing. I would yeah, love to have seen like uh like when Sylvie's being brought in in the beginning in Act One, of like a Cree character or a Titan that's in there, but instead it's like it almost looks like another human. And same thing yeah. for when Loki goes in there. Um, yeah, it would have been cool to see a different race, and that way we can like, I mean, obviously with that and us just knowing how large the TVA is, we know that they deal with all a race and people, but it would have mm-hmm. been just like really cool to see one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like imagine, that- imagine Ronan being handcuffed and he's like, unhand me. I am the accuser. And they're like, mm, no prune. Yeah. Like imagine <laughs> Thanos coming in. Yeah. Like that would have been comedy or like, you even know, Tom Cruise as a, uh, as Iron Man. And they're like, no, this wasn't supposed yeah. to happen. Yeah. Prune. That would have been crazy. Crazy. That's one thing that uh, the show kind of lacked was um, variant cameos. Mm -hmm. I would Um, agree. I think I can make like a prediction that because I know Deadpool is supposed to be a part of the TVA, like the new Deadpool rumored TVA is supposed to be a part of that. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. But maybe in that one we'll see some uh, other variants of other Other characters. we yeah though we haven't even we haven't seen in the MCU or we have yeah like the character but it's just a different actor yeah so that'd be cool to see that would have been that would be really cool but I I don't know yeah I had my mind wander for a minute mm-hmm. um and the other thing that I think is super annoying is that because Ravana is pretty she's also in a position of power she's soup like she's very well at deflecting questions um yeah and like during act two when he when mobius is talking to ravana about um you know talking to under c20 and um talking about like a whole bunch like you know if there's any place you could go where to be and the whole time he's still trying to find for more information about under c20 she just keeps yeah. like brushing him off and then she also says like our friendship is super uncommon and it's like really got to hit him with the friend zone. I know. Really got to hit him. Like I feel. She bad really has him on a string though. I know. Really has. Him. She is toying with him. Yeah. It's not yeah. fair. So it's like I wonder like when they, because I remember in this this uh, episode she's like only one drink. I wonder what a couple drinks looks like. Like I what mean, that he, room looks like. I, 
little steamy, maybe. Maybe I don't. I don't know about that, but maybe she's you know saying some wild stuff. That could be that true. Keeps him. Keeps him on the string. Hooked. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. I've been a part of those. Been a part of a couple of those friendships. I think every. I think every guy has yeah. really, really That's think fair. about it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There was a lot of stuff. That, uh, I mean, also a quick little thing for Act Two is that um, I really like during. Let me just rephrase this whole thing. When Loki goes into the time cell, yeah, and I can understand me, but the first like within the first five times, you're like, it's gonna be different. It's gonna be different. After that fifth time. Where you know that you're going to get kneed in the stomach and smacked or punched, whatever she does. I know what you're going to say. One, why don't you just, like, because you never ends up leaving that area. At least try to explore the area. One, yeah, or I thought that. just hide or fight back. That That's the one I was thinking about. Like, can't, I mean, I know, but it's stiff. I know, I, I was about think... to say, the whole fighting back, I understand why he wouldn't. Because, like, one... Him being in the time cell, I think, allows him to mature more um, and realizing all of his stupid little petty pranks that he was doing when he was the young, immature Loki. And he realizes how far he's come and how much farther he has to go. And that's why at the end there, he ends up like apologizing to her. Um, and she doesn't end up punching him or kicking him, but does say that you will be alone forever. And I think that was really drilled into him, which sucks. Yeah, but, but like, he would... Hide away. Like I know, but like what you said, like... I don't know, after the 10th time, me personally, I'm sending that right hook. <laughs> She's getting these hands. It's buy one, get I'm one, going baby. two jabs, right hook. Okay? That's fair. Dodges it. Uh, some it type safe. of kick. That's fair. It, you know? I do but agree. at least I'm going to I'm gonna go out. That's fair. I mean, just for her to come back, though. Well, I guess if, she, if yeah. you keep her there, she wouldn't be able to come back. I'm going to work on my fighting. That's the whole fair. time. That's fair. I'll be the be- once I come out, I'll be the best fighter <laughs> ever. That's They'll, fair. They put me back in. I'm ready to throw. Yeah, and know? I mean it's 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 Sif. Like she is. I mean, it, look at the uh, end of Thor: Love and Thunder where she's like yeah. helping train the kids. Like she is a valiant fighter. Oh, so yeah. being able to spar with her, whether she knows Would she's sparring great. or not, you are definitely going to get some ability. And it's it's Sif too. Pretty good looking woman as well. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Be cool to hang out. Yeah. Uh, I had just, uh, I, I think for this episode, I have kind of a good amount of funny questions. But um, when uh, Sylvie is showing Hunter B-15, what? Nothing. Keep going. Uh, showing Hunter B-15 her, like, memories, you know, when she touches her. I was like, I wonder what that, like, feels like, you know? Like, is it, and then also, is it like a slideshow of the memories or does like Sylvie just give access to the person that has those memories or does like Sylvie pick them? Mm. I would say that Sylvie picks them and then like I would good say, ones? Uh, yeah, I would yeah. assume so. And then I would also assume that it's like, it's almost like a dream. That yeah, that probably like, feels like un- you can like you're like looking at it from the outside, looking in, but you're like seeing mm-hmm. yourself do something. Yeah, that's, that's how I envision it. Because Hunter B, uh, was it Hunter B fifteen? She's like, I looked happy, and yeah. I was like, in my head, mm-hmm. just because that's how it works. I was like, how are you able to 
see. I looked happy. How did you see yourself mm-hmm. look happy? Yeah. You know? That'd be, yeah, but, that'd be my only guess. But then when you look at Hunter C20 in the beginning of this episode, or beginning of last episode, she's in her person. Like, she's in her own body. So maybe it's just like that, and she's just reliving the memory. But then I wouldn't understand how she oh, looked happy unless she saw herself in a mirror. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So maybe he looked in the mirror or maybe. a picture or something. Yeah, maybe she was like at home. Like maybe she has kids and she was like doing her kids' hair in the mirror. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, hopefully we get to see um, – because it's like kind of a mystery for some reason that we're not seeing her memories. Yeah. I almost feel like so, they're holding it for season two. They're definitely holding it for season two. I feel like it's going to be a big thing. Yeah something important i feel like Mm -hmm. right but i also to kind of explore that a little bit more i really when this series first started i was not a fan of hunter b15 she was just a stick in the mud yeah she was just like super by the book always giving mobius crap always giving loki sass which i get it she's doing her job she's doing it great but Mm -hmm. Like, even, like, when, like, Loki, like, dries himself off in, like, the rocks cart. And she's like, what was that? And it's like, that was unnecessary. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, cool it. Um, it's a little too much. But the way that they pivoted this character, like, when yeah. you'll find out in the third act. But, I mean, everyone that's seen this knows. But when we see her in the third act, I'm like, let's go! Yes! Yeah. That's my girl right there! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I was super steez. Um, so. I hate to rewind, but I just saw a note um, that I wanted to talk about. It's with the Sif and Loki scene. Oh yeah, <clears throat> because she had like a like a set dialogue to say to Loki always throughout those times. Yeah, but when Loki is like on his knees saying, um, "Like I apologize, I seek, yeah. I yeah, I'm a narcissist. I seek attention, all that type of stuff." She picks him up and then she says, you are alone and you always will be. Mm-hmm. But it was di- like a different tone. And then she doesn't hit him. Doesn't hit him. So I was like, was that? I was curious about that too. The Mr. Man upstairs, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. clicking in on Sif, mm-hmm. uh, loading into oh, the game. I didn't even think about that aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. A little, little Kang action. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. really good. I didn't think mm-hmm. about that. Because um, I was, was like curious, diff- like, how was are a- you altering a memory? But exactly. that makes sense. Yeah. So, or it was just in the script. Sorry, I just need my... Just go through a <laughs> need freaking earthquake? My, <laughs> my bad. Um, yeah, no, that's a really good shout. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything else for Act 2? I do not. How about you? No. Are we on tag three? I believe we are. I love to hear it. Alrighty. Well, let's get right into it. Mm-hmm. As they are leaving the time cell, Ravana and four guards are waiting for them because Ravana found out that Mobius swapped temp pads. Mobius picks up from an earlier conversation and says, if I could go anywhere, I'd go back to where I was before the TVA came along. Banger. Ravana then orders one of the guards to prune him, then escort Loki to the elevator. Ravana goes to Sylvie's room and notices she is wet and demands to know who is in there with her. One of the door guards snitches. We talked about that last episode. One of the door guards snitches and tells Ravana that Hunter B-15 was in there earlier, so Ravana sends out an alert to... For, Ravana sends out an alert on Hunter B-15 since she has now been compromised. 
They escort Sylvie to the elevator alongside Loki to be pruned in front of the timekeepers. Inside the elevator, Sylvie asks Ravana if she remembers her and what her Nexus event was. But Ravana scoffs and says, I do remember you, but I don't remember what your event was. So disrespectful. As they enter you the smirk room, too. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. As they enter the room of the timekeepers, Ravana introduces the timekeepers to the variants. Sylvia mouths off and tries to walk toward the timekeepers, but Ravana resets them with a the remote to the collar. Mm-hmm. The timekeepers call Sylvie a cosmic disappointment. That's a crazy, disrespectful line. Yeah, that's crazy. So Sylvie once again mouths off and walks towards the timekeepers, but this time Ravana's remote does not reset Sylvie. The elevator doors open and Hunter B-15 walks out and disables their collars and throws Sylvie's sword to her. Fight scene breaks out between Sylvie and Loki versus all the guards as Ravona, Ravana screams to protect the timekeepers. Once the guards are taken care of, Sylvie finally gets her chance at Ravana, and after a brief tussle, Sylvie knocks her out. A little right hook action. Huh. Sylvie throws, throws her sword at one of the timekeepers, decapitating it in the process. She grabs the head and realizes that this is the time that the timekeepers are fake androids and nothing more. After a moment, Loki tries to build up the courage to talk to Sylvie about Lamentis and tries to kiss her, but before he gets that far, Ravana wakes up and prunes him in front of Sylvie. Sylvie disarms Ravana and, and then starts interrogating her as the episode ends. But that is not the end. This episode mm-hmm. does have an end credit scene where we see Loki looking around and asking if he is in hell. H-E-L, by the way, not double L. Uh, it's a, a Greek mythology thing, kind of neat. Mm. Or Norse mythology, one of them. Um, we hear a voice tell him that he isn't, but will be soon if he doesn't follow them. And then the camera pans up and we see the gang of misfit Lokis, baby. Um, Hey, I was hyped, honestly. Yeah. I was hyped to see that. Um, super cool. Man, when I first watched this, uh, I was so like, this episode, I was so like, my emotions were like, up here and then instantly just went yeah when i saw mobius yeah get burned because he was like he was finally on his side yeah but that and he was like um he was like i would go go wherever you guys took me or Mm -hmm. you guys took me away from Mm -hmm. maybe i was on a jet ski yeah Yeah. riding a jet ski that i was like yes and then he got pruned i was like damn and the music oh after Mobius's passing was unreal. It was. God, I love the music in the. You know where I go? If I could go anywhere, wherever it is I'm really from, and wherever I had a life before the TVA came along, maybe I had a jet ski. That's what I'd like to do. Just riding around on my jet ski. Prune him. The show is so good. and It I'll, just gets me riled up. Oh, it's so good. The composer did a really good job. Also, yeah. to, I mean, I guess kind of backtrack. Is that... Oh, hurry up. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> that Mobius ends up telling Loki, like, right before they leave the time cell, he was like, you know, you can be whoever you want to be. You can even be a yeah. good guy, in case no one ever told you that. And I think that that was just, like, just enough, like, that was, like, Loki's tipping point. And he was like, Mobius is my guy. And like he's yeah. a, like he, now that he understands where I'm coming from, mm-hmm. we're now the duo. 
kind of mm-hmm. like you and I, the duo. Ha, ha. Um, but, and speaking on Mobius getting pruned, I was, I'm almost a little bit upset that Loki didn't show any, like, real visible reaction to it. Like, he didn't try to fight the guards, he didn't scream, he didn't tear up. He just really would have loved a scream. It. Really would have loved a scream. so cool. Or just, like, a nice... Like knocked out the guard behind, like right on his right. Yeah. Like Other ones come in. But maybe something. he didn't want to do that because he, knows he didn't want to get burned. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I have got a funny question, and I've got I think a pretty interesting question. Which one would you like? Okay. First? I think we end with funny. Okay. So. Yeah. Let's hear it. During the fight scene with Sylvie and Loki versus all the guards in the timekeeper area. Um, Loki asks for help. He says, a little help over here. Sylvie throws him his, her sword. Oh yeah. Um, and then she's kind of brawling out without a weapon for a little bit. She ends up disarming somebody and using their weapon. Mm -hmm. But because Loki couldn't hold his own and Sylvie could, does that technically make her the superior Loki? Or no. does that, or is it just because like she has more combat experience because she's been running for as long as she has? Uh, no, because it, it's not fair to say that because she has her weapon, Loki doesn't. Valid, but she, ha- but when she throws the sword, she's then weaponless, and she's still able to disarm a guard. Why can't Loki dis- disarm a guard? You know. It was a 1v1 situation for her when Loki was fighting, too. Mm, she had two. I know. I was like, eh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I just, uh, when I th- when I saw that, because it's referenced that this entire show but, with Mobius of her being like, no, this is the superior one. This is the more dangerous <laughs> one. Yeah, but that's not really like Loki's strength, though. That is true. Fighting. Yeah. And that's She's why more I said of a that. fighter. That's why I said maybe and it's she, because of her past. Yeah. And... Like she obviously has different powers. Like, uh, like Loki actually plays the part of being the god of mischief. Yeah, she's like more of like a yeah. Yeah, she's just more of like a a savage, if you will. I I will actually yes, indubitably. Indeed. She might even be the twenty one variant of savage. (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> anyway. i love i love the is it reach love the reach i did you know? what i could all right I did what you could. um if we want to end on funny i'm actually gonna ask this question um eric has no. already prepped this eat a dick um eric has already prepped this so it'll be edited on so you guys can see it but um we actually got a really interesting tiktok question mm. uh someone mm-hmm commented on our newest clip on tiktok you guys should yep. go check it out show it some love it's right here and on gonzo's site as well watchers pc but um i, I kind of summarized it i did kind of change the wording a little bit but it's okay the same um but he asks if an infinity stone leaves its own reality slash universe would it still have power i think that is such an interesting question because it is a really interesting question like when on paper, I would say yes, because it's still an infinity stone. Like it still harbors the power of the universe. 
But what if each Infinity Stone is almost coded to its own universe? Where, like, there can't be two Power Stones in the same universe because that would just cause too much cataclysmic damage. So it's almost like the Infinity Stones themselves don't allow that to happen. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's such a... Yeah. It's a tough question because... I don't... I would say they would... Mm-hmm. Because of just they have the same property, yeah. Um, but like you said, they could definitely just be coded that way for that specific universe. So it's a tough because we did not to cut you off. I'm sorry, uh, but I want to say it was was it Doctor Strange? No, no, no. It was the Collector and the Guardians where they they give a brief history about it, and it says before the world. There was a big explosion which caused, which made these five infinity stones. Six. Six. Oh, wow. That was, I am terrible. How do I have a Marvel podcast? Six infinity stones. So like that universe was created with those six infinity stones. Yeah. And then this universe was created with these six infinity stones. You know what I mean? So I'm curious about that. They can. Okay. (laughs) What if? Ultron mm-hmm. uses his Infinity Stones, but he's also he also goes to other universes in Episode Six or Five. I forgot. Oh, you're so right. It was Five, by the way. Six is like yeah. the Avengers against Ultron. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You're so right. Yeah, I guess I didn't For think about that. What if? Yeah, and I mean, that's, I don't know I would if that. Assume, yeah, I don't know how canon that ass- is. Assume. But. Yeah, that's a good shout. I like that. That's mm-hmm. what we're gonna go with. I knew there was something that we seen. Yeah, Infinity Stones in a different universe. I just couldn't think of it. Yep. Well. So that great yeah. memory. So yes. Yeah, I would say yes. Basing I, it off that. Now, because I I replied to you that did. comment. You did. And I said maybe, um, hopefully we'll explore some that yep. answer in season two. Yep. But when I was thinking about my comment, I was like, I swear I remember mm-hmm. something that um showed basically showed that yeah and it's what if there we go i'm glad we had this conversation that was great now i won't go insane <laughs> i love it all right to end on my last question okay ready for it the timekeepers are robots androids yeah so first of all are they battery powered or are they plugged in second question i have is if they're plugged in does nobody notice the extension cord running through the tva to power them <laughs> what if someone trips on it or what if someone is like i don't know what this is for i'm gonna unplug it to not waste electricity you know trying to go green here yeah and turns them off <laughs> i don't want to geek out like geek out here oh, but i out. know uh kang has technology that's like centuries more advanced than anything um especially for the i mean for the TVA. So I'm assuming that he those robots can just they're like almost solar be, powered. Yeah, <laughs> they can be on for The real question is like how do they charge or do they even charge? Maybe it's just or do a they crazy self-charge? Battery. Yeah. Could be a, a crazy maybe maybe battery. it's like a um um or just not, not, voice in act, not voice activated, but like motion activated where someone comes in, they automatically turn on, but then when they leave, they turn they power down to reserve their battery. Mm. Yeah, Maybe go fair. into a state of recharging. Mm-hmm. You know, I it would have been really cool 
because when you see the trailer, or not the trailer, when in episode one we see Loki uh, going through the process of uh, when he gets to the TVA, um, like changing his like clothes, going through the line and everything. But he watches the the video of um, what's it, Miss Minutes explaining it, and then like holding the flow of time. I felt like that would have been a really cool thing to see from the timekeepers. Sorry. Cool. No, 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 no. I was just shaking my head, like agreeing with you. Um, oh, there's some loud. I don't even know if that's a car. Can't hear it. Sounds like a lawnmower outside. <sighs> um, that would have been cool to see, though. And it's also visualized on the season two trailer. Uh, we referenced that where Loki ends yeah. up uh, printing the wall. They have it. And then it's also yeah. brought up in like different, uh, like, I can't remember exactly, but they reference it. Uh, it's in the Miss Minutes video, yeah, where they're also mm-hmm. holding the flow of time. That, so, that, yeah, that's what I was kind of saying. I wish yeah, we would have saw that, that instead cool. of them sitting in chairs. Yeah, but I mean, know? from what it seems, what it's alluding to in the season two trailer, uh, we will see the timeline because it seems yeah. like Owen Wilson walks to the end of time. Yeah, and I, um, I also want to give thanks to uh, captions. Because without them, I would not understand one thing the timekeepers uh, said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first one, like the first time. The middle the f- guy? The first like sentence the dude says, I can understand it. Uh, the middle the guy, two I think, other is pretty ones, easy. But the two other yeah, ones are but hard. The, the two other ones are like, it's gibberish. Yeah. Like they just got <laughs> um, some sort of reverb where it's like almost like one guy's like echoing at himself. And the other guy's yeah. like almost like a wavy voice. Why did they do that? I mean, they're not human, so I mean, I don't I know. I know, but why couldn't they just make it? I mean, it's like you could barely understand them. If captions weren't even a thing, I would have no idea what that dialogue was about. I mean, I was able to understand them. I think you would just maybe had to rewatch them. Nah, maybe just not be that dense. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> I, I will just, say, though, it, like... it, was, it was wild. To, it to is hear. wild. Yeah. What's up, Gonzo? I'm gonna do <clears throat> Clay. Usually I have the uh inspirational quotes, but I wanted to pass the mic to you. Do you have anything for our audience? To little old me? Yes. I'm gonna go off the dome ski here. But what about okay. pure happiness? <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. What if pure happiness is finding yeah. solace when being alone? Oof. Mm. I don't know, mm. just spitting. I spend a lot mm-hmm. of time alone. and uh, I, I can relate to that in a way, too. Yeah, I don't mind being alone. Like, I go out to dinner by myself. I go to the movies almost exclusively alone. And a yeah. lot of people find that almost to be sad. But I, I don't know. I don't mind spending time by myself. Yeah, I'll pull Clay here. I will say one thing, though. He's going to say one thing, though. Um, That's insane. I feel like every person in their life should be alone for a, a, a little bit to like fully understand themselves because when you're with a lot of group of people mm-hmm. uh, i mean a lot of people for a long period of time and you don't have that much alone time like the only time you're alone is when you go to bed yeah um you kind of get um what is it imposter syndrome syndrome so you kind of don't understand who you really are yeah. because you're constantly thinking about um, conversations with other people, pressing people, also all that sort of stuff. Press yourself. I agree. You know, 
<laughs> I agree. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've uh, I've had a lot of breakthroughs when I'm just like sitting here, you know, just mindlessly yeah. thinking about my life and mm-hmm. what I want to do versus trying to plan something with a group of friends or do something like yep. that. And yep. like I said, I don't be wrong. I obviously I have a little friend group and I go out and I hang out with them. But uh, I'm old, so usually I see my friends on the weekends because work tires us out. So yep. um, I do spend a lot of time alone, and I th- I think I do think it's nice. I think uh, yeah, it's fun. And I think it also it gets the creative juices going. It does definitely. <clears throat> um, just don't get addicted to it. That's, That's all true. I say. Yeah. Um, if you get addicted note, to it, then well, you know. I agree. Sorry. No, you're good. I, I, I do uh, agree with you. You get addicted yeah. and then it, you spiral and then you don't make new friends. And then and then that solace of happiness kind of turns into a loneliness. And then and then you're kind of back to square one. You got to find a happy medium. Yeah, it's not even like finding new friends. is like, You're not even finding yourself at that point. Mm-hmm. You're just cool. Just quiet. Yeah. And you're like addicted. It's like a, a drug. You're just yeah. addicted to quietness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But on that note. Deep? Deep conversation. Wow. 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 Look at the watchers. Look at the watchers. Who would have thought? Like, comment, subscribe. Share with Um, grandma. Share with Socials. Watchers PC. Apple Podcast. We're on it. Wait. So what's the the handle for Instagram? Uh, Watchers PC. TikTok? (gasps) Watchers PC. X? Watchers PC. I hate saying that, by the way. I wish you would have said Twitter. Uh, YouTube? What's Twitter? Uh, oh, that's crazy. YouTube is HPPT colon two forward slashes www.youtube.com forward slash Watchers PC. Oh, damn. I thought you guys would have all the Watchers PC, but the HPTT or whatever. Yeah. That's a long name. HIV, whatever. Okay. <laughs> on that note, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, actually, Watchers been- PC on everything. Like, comment, subscribe. Thank you. Perfect. We have been the watchers. Peace. Peace. And buck grease.